Bottoms up. All right, welcome back to Shot Topics Podcast. This is your girl, Lovely Leah. And this is She Conquer. And today, it is Saturday, and it's so chill today. Um, so what's going on, girl? How was your week? My week was amazing. Okay, tell me what happened. <laughs> Nothing major even happened. For some reason this week, I just felt very refreshed. I did a lot of refreshing things, so I felt like I was just motivated to continue to live into my purpose. And make clear decisions, communicate better, because I've been working on that. And for some reason, I just had, like, this really chill vibe this really? week. I'm not too sure why, but I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I went on a slight Twitter rant. Um, not like a 45 rant, but more <laughs> so just discussing things about communication and things that I don't want to fail at. I want to make sure anything that I have control over. That I leave no loose ends. That's right. You know, so yeah, that's what that's what I'm focusing on this week. So yeah, I feel refreshed, especially for a Saturday. Right. How was yours? My week was really good. Um, once again, you know, I'm refreshed. I feel like I feel like that other every week. Like I just, mm-hmm. especially if I had a bad week. So you just kind of go and like maybe Thursday, just go in a room and take a nap. I always feel like everything is better after a nap. Honestly, <laughs> I'm that type of person. Like, listen. Things ain't going all right. Let me just go ahead and take a nap. Whether it's ten minutes, whether it's four hours, whether it's twenty four hours, it don't matter. But you feel refreshed. I do. Now that's amazing. I do feel refreshed. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was pretty much it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I think um, as women, we definitely deserve it. Like we 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 work hard. I feel especially as black women, like we work really hard. So sometimes, Absolutely. like you do have to have that space and that moment where you're just like, let me just chill out chill the fuck out because I'm doing the most. And you know, I think it's so funny because I wasn't expecting you to say that about your week. And I think it's funny how it ties into our topic today, which is called chill sis. Chill sis. Chill sis. You have time. You have time. I think we forget how to chill. We chill when we feel like, okay, our body needs to chill, but there's other aspects in our life where we need to just chill. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so today's topic, we're going to say, um, so it, we're talking about chill, sis, you have time, or it is chill, sis, you have time. So, I mean, I, I really broke it down into three categories. So the first one being society before or society forcing marriage and children by 30. How do you feel about that? I mean, because now it is, I mean, it's, it's we live in a digital age where everything is, you know, you can, is visual. You mm-hmm. can kind of see what's going on. You can get um, in people's lives just like that. Absolutely. So it's just like, I remember my parents, and I even remember as a child, like, you have this dream, like, listen, I want to be married by at least 30 mm-hmm. and have my first child by, like, 25, or, <laughs> I think I said that backwards, but it's just like, how do you feel about that now, being that, you know, we're of age? Now that I'm of age, I was in a relationship when I was 16, 17-ish, and I remember this person wanting to have a kid and wanting to, he he didn't really talk about marriage, but we're from the South, so, and my parents are older, they they born in the 40s, so it was a lot of get married, have kids, etc., but I think our generation, and we're changing that narrative behind that, but me personally, I'm glad I didn't get married before 30, um, and it's more so because of the decisions I made before 30, and it's the partners I met before 30 as well. <laughs> Speak on I that. probably would have been divorced, 
Not saying that it doesn't work for everybody, but me, myself, I would have been divorced. Because the person I am now is not the person I was at 23, 24, or 25. So, and I haven't met anyone within that time frame that taught me what I needed to, that taught me things that I needed from a partner to help me grow as another partner. So, yeah. So, now that I don't have, the only thing I will say that I think about sometimes and. I'm glad I still don't have more than one kid because kids are, yes. kids need attention, kids need, kids need to be nourished, kids need to be, you know, educated, however you guys decide to parent your kids. But for me, my daughter, not only do I want her to have the best, like, materialistically, um, or not even just the best, but quality things, I don't want her to ever feel or see that she may be lacking in anything. All the way down to her school, um, and I had a few friends that well ex-friends that used to make comments and about my daughter going to daycare but she's learning a lot you know and I couldn't do that at 23 I couldn't do that at 25 and the guys I dated at that time they couldn't do it either Mm. you know me and my daughter dad we're on together we don't have the best relationship but as far as like things that benefit my daughter he's all for it you know so I, I didn't have that I didn't have that kind of partner back in that time but as far as the rush on it, I think 30 scares us a lot of times, too. And I think when you're young, because I remember one time when I was, like, maybe 8 or 10. I don't know. It, it, some, somewhere in between that range. And my oldest brother, he's a few, he was probably in his late 20s. Because he was older, I automatically thought I was faster than him, smarter than him, blah, blah, blah. But now, now I realize why they say 30 is the new 20. Because I feel like this is the best I ever look. I feel healthy even though i probably can't run those 3.1 miles how i did at 18 (laughs) like i can still get a mile or two in or you know or something but i'm not gonna make the same decision i did now at 23 yeah you know i'm not that that person right you know and for me it's just i just i'm i'm such a big stickler on society like i hate when people say oh you should do this you should that because i'm so free-spirited it's just like let me be like I will have kids and I choose to get married whenever I want to and I actually had this conversation not too long ago about like the marriage thing like I feel and and this is could be a subcategory to this so you can't force marriage I cannot I'm not the one marrying I'm not the one asking a question to my man right right so it's, it's like okay because the reason because I'm not forcing it or because I'm not asking a question we have to kind of wait wait it out so it's just like to say that it's kind of stupid and ridiculous like oh I want to get married before 30 okay so what's your reasons and I'll guarantee you if you ask a person oh what's your reasons why you want to get married I don't want to be too old too old um you know especially for women oh I feel like uh, I want to have kids by then and after 30 or high risk no you're not my parents my mom born in 46 right Mm -hmm. my mother had me when she was 43 It's five of us. My oldest sister and oldest brother were both born in a house. They didn't even have a toilet. Mm. She wasn't. And they survived. They're healthy as hell, you know. So, and and for me, my mom told me when she was pregnant, the doctor told her. She had just had my brother like a year, a little over. Maybe, I think we're like, we're not exactly two years apart, but almost. Mm Mm-hmm. So she had me kind of like, you know, not too far after that. So the doctor was trying to force her to have an abortion because of her age of being 46. Wow. And I'm perfectly fine. I'm one of the best kids my mom got, you know. So it's just those things that I think make women feel like, oh, it's like basically it's like going to be 
And don't get me wrong, when you're pregnant, my mom always said it's like having one feet in the grave, and well, one foot in the grave and one foot out of the grave. And going through that experience and giving life, it is an amazing experience, but scary at the same time. Right. However, I think that narrative kind of pushes black women to rush your life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, and it's out there, like, don't feel the need to rush your life. I pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who caught on and a lot of women who caught on to this. But sometimes it's necessary to have these conversations because you look at you know what society says and you and you f- want to follow your friends you yeah. don't know their reasons on wanting to get married and want to have kids at this or before that age right and don't get me wrong i don't think this is going to change those people that lack the knowledge of what it really consists of opinion right. and openly making statements about things they don't know anything about however no one should be that comfortable unfortunately they are but people are too comfortable with making decisions or opinions about others lives yes you know um if i didn't decide to do that at 33 i just didn't decide you know what is that hurting you is that putting something in your ovaries like you know i just i just don't get it like so just relax right relax relax yes. you know <laughs> i'm not rushing anything in my life because now i'm a firm believer things happen as it aligns with the universe and how it aligns with your life yes. i.e sadness return <laughs> you know when things start manifesting in your life whether that's marriage kids love and relationships um you just have to take your time and can take control of your life and that comes with you knowing who you are as an indiv- individual and being secure and grounded in who you are that you don't let society tarnish your opinion and how you see your own life. Girl, I feel like you preaching to the choir. Girl, <laughs> I'm telling you how to refresh your week. Yes. I got I me back, see. sis. Listen. <laughs> I can see. So, yes. I mean, it's just, you know, I I, I don't even have any words because this, this topic really kind of grinds my gears. Because, like I said, I was that person younger, but then you get older and you're like, no. You know, at 30, I feel like you're just beginning to start. Like so, we're being transparent with our audience, right? Right. So, Aaliyah said in the last um, podcast that she's in a relationship. I don't know if you ever said it's your age. Have you? I am thirty three. Thirty (laughs) three. So, this is coming from someone that is over thirty. You know, and you don't feel a day over what? I don't feel a day over twenty, honey. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) With that being said, like. You, you made a comment. You said it, it grinds your gear, you know? Right. And this is the thing. People don't think about the people they're affecting when they make that comment. You know, I remember when I was pregnant. I mean, it took me a long time to show. <laughs> I probably was like six months pregnant. And my manager, we was always close. But she came to me and she was like, um, she said, you sure nothing is wrong? And she had like a serious face. And I just looked at her. And nobody knows this, but my desk was like in the corner. We had like these large like side cubes. And I cried. I didn't boohoo cry, but I was like, what the fuck? What if something is wrong? Then I started letting all these things, like, go through my head. But was she saying that from, like, a place of just... No, she was curious because I was held... I was small. Okay, so she didn't know you were pregnant. No, she knew I was pregnant. She asked me, well, did I... She said, are you sure nothing is wrong because I'm so small? Oh, oh, like, okay, meaning that you're having a health risk or something. Right, oh, or something yeah. is wrong with my baby because I was so small, you know? <laughs> Don't say that to people at all. Mind you, she's, like, fucking 250 pounds and 5'2", <laughs> so why did you come up for me, lady? <laughs> Like, but, oh, I'm sorry, I don't look like you. I'm sorry. Right. You know, nothing against, you know, um, bigger people. But it's just like, you you just can't. You're not, you but see, and that's, that's what I think I, I may have him. But that's my thing. There's no level to disrespect. If you disrespect me at a three, don't expect me to stay at a three. You just open up the door for disrespect. There's no scale to it. <laughs> now, if I would have came back and said, well, girl, you know, because she was pregnant at the same time, too. Oh, You know, okay. and during your entire nine months, no one would ever know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> but if I would have said that, then, oh, you're so fucking rude. Yeah. Okay, take it for what it is. Like, if you're going to put it out there, expect to get it back. Yeah, don't dish it out if you can't take it. If you cannot take it. My right. temperature level was definitely different from yours. You know what I'm saying? So, but speaking of, you mentioned also um, waiting. And as far as women waiting on a man to propose, right? Yes. That's, on- that's honestly, you know, another narrative we created. So, okay. Well, would you... I wouldn't. Okay. Nah, hell no, nah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and and now on social media, you see that. Like, I think I've seen it. I think it was last year. This woman or this this couple went on a vacation to Disney World. I don't know. Did you see that? I think. And I she got in front. You know, it was somebody recorded her. She got down on one knee and asked her man to marry her. I just think, like, as a woman, don't get down on your knees unless it's for something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure that guy reflexes on point when you want them knees, honey. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so, for you to say as a woman, oh, I need to be married by this time, um, it's just like, can you control that? Yeah. You have you, no control. You, you control, no control on how long you stay, stick around if it's worth it. But that's still, like, your choice. Right, exactly. You know, but... Yeah, that, that's my um, I, that's my opinion for that. I'm definitely not getting on my knees <laughs> to propose on me. And then people have different views as far as spiritually too. You know, I believe that you're supposed to chase me. Mm. You know, I believe in a man being the head of the household. Yes. Like, don't get it. Like, I'm not saying that. Oh, I will make him pay 100 percent of everything. That's not it. Because I'm just not that kind of person. You know. I've never been that kind of person, but as far as like just stepping up, being a man, things need to be fixed. I don't have to tell you twice. You see something to be done. You have the initiative as a man. You know, you just have that. Like for example, how we have women instincts. You should have that instinct as a man to just take action. Right. Something needs to get done. I shouldn't be over here stressing about it. Right. You know, like let's ease the load. Let's be each other peace. You know, that's all I'm really saying. <laughs> um, that's all she's saying. That's all I'm saying. And now I will say this. I thought about the fact that, darn, like, if I don't have another kid by 34, 35, I don't want any more kids. And it has nothing to do with being health risks, though. My thing is, I want to live my damn life. My daughter is about <laughs> to be four, and she's very mature. And I'm, I'm mature for a four-year-old, you know. Um, she was potty trained before three, everything. And I don't want to have to start that over later when, I'm, when I want to be traveling, et cetera. I already don't have, like, a large foundation or a large village that can help me, like, watch her in, like, long periods of time, et cetera. So I don't want to start over later on. I'm almost 40 and I have, like, a newborn because my whole goal for me is to live life, you know, because I feel like my daughter, our relationship, and I don't, I don't know how things are going to get when she get a teenager and stuff, but we can take trips together. <laughs> but if we got a newborn, what are we going to do? Listen, I <laughs> that's another thing I think about. Like, I always joke around and say, hey, I'm going to be one of those cool-ass moms at, like, 45 with my first child. And just like, hey, y'all, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I would be um uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> Did you see the picture? She said, this is me on a cruise when all my friends decided to have babies late with my mimosa. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of mimosas, um, so today we are drinking Sparkling Rosé by Cupcake. Shouts out to uh, Cupcake for this Sparkling Rosé. It's really nice. It's really cute. and It's pink. And it's perfect for a nice little outing or like a girl's night or just a chill mood. So just, just a chill just mood. Just a chill mood. Okay. 
All right, so on to the next category. Um, Relationship goals. We compare ourselves to it all the time. Yes. So, okay, so the next is comparing yourself to other women's and couples. Other women, not women's. <laughs> other women and couples. Stop. Stop. Just chill. Stop. Just like, chill. Another, this is another one. I mean, so all of the categories, it's based on, like, social media. I really feel like a lot of things are visual. Not, I feel like they are visual now. So it's like... Stop comparing yourself to other couples. Like, I, I see that hashtag couple goals. Like, that's still a hashtag now, and I hate it. I really hate it. I mean, I definitely understand, like, um, I definitely understand you want something to kind of base your foundation on or your relationship foundation. If you don't, if you have no idea. And that's only if it's a caption that describes what's going on. Right. Not goals because of a picture. Exactly. Because it can be a fucked up situation, toxic ass, nice looking couple. <laughs> And that is not goals. It's not goals. At all. It's really not. Um, I mean, everybody wants the Beyonce and Jay-Z status, you know, but they don't want the fact that, you know, Jay-Z, quote unquote, did cheat on her. You know, a lot of women was like, I don't know how Beyonce uh, took it there or I don't know how she stayed with him after that. But you don't know how like, deep it was. You Nobody know, knows how deep it was. Right. Or you don't even know if it's true because it could have been a marketing thing about their new album coming out. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, it's like, stop it, you know, um, it's just, I, I feel, once again, it's just, stop. Stop comparing yourself, you're not th- them, you're your own person. Um, I mean, that's... that's Create your own narrative for your life, create your own goals. You know who you are, hopefully you know who you're dating, and hopefully you guys have your own goals. <laughs> you know, because honestly, I don't want a Jay-Z. I want a Jay-Z to a certain point, as far as like, from what I know of him as, you know, how he's dedicated to his family, how he appears... Etc. Like for example, and um, rest in peace to Nipsey, and you know, love go out to Lauren London. Right. And no one even understood the type of man Nipsey was until he passed away. <sighs> so now they have a lot of things out about things he said, and I, I, I love the fact that a lot of black men can like take the information from what they know and use it in their own life but don't just use it for a caption on a picture uh, don't just use use it so you can like get brownie points when you're texting someone like yeah i can relate to nipsey and, uh, and send me some bs <laughs> really live into that you know that's goals if you live into that you can be someone else's goal and the what do you call it divine destiny destiny you will meet somebody else that's on the same path as you that's living those same goals <laughs> Exactly. Like uh, we give it's, we we give our celebrities or the celebrities too much credit. We definitely do when it comes. We to don't a lot know of those people. We don't know them. Even so, I'm gonna speak on not even celebrities. It can be your best friend or your colleague or companion. It's just like, oh, I wish I had such and such. Um, we, because I'm in a relationship, we have a lot of like um, people who are around us that um, are couples, and we try to like, you know, include them in certain things. But it's just like. You know, I even went through this. I'll be honest. I went through this a couple months ago. Um, a lot of people were around us. They were dating, and they're getting um, engaged. And, you know, you have the engagement things online. And it's just like, I, as a woman, you, of course you're like. You start looking at your partner. Yeah, like, it's just like, hmm. when is my time coming? Or, you know, this and that. As long as you have those assurances, like, listen, it's going to happen. But just let it do it in your moment. You're having that open conversation. Exactly. You guys are clear within your own situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you don't know the reasons why this person is getting married or you don't know the reasons why he decided to propose or she decided to propose. And it's just like just if, if, if you want it, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If your partner is definitely on the same page set as you. Set the expectations. Yeah, set the expectations. If your partner is on the same page as you, then you have nothing to worry about. Chill, sis. 
chill. Chill, just relax. <laughs> and that brings us to dating. Dating, next category. Mm. I said this before. I will say it again until I don't hate it no more. I hate dating. <laughs> Why? I love dating. I hate dating. I like getting to know people. But it's the emotional part I hate getting involved in, okay. which I know that kind of that's a part of it, right? However, when it's unexpected, it throws me for a complete fucking loop. Like I have no issue with communicating, but if something has come unexpectedly and kind of like, oh, you know, I kind of like this or whatever, <laughs> like you know, sometimes I have the I have a habit of like jumping to conclusions emotionally and. I mean, someone can sit there and tell me, yeah, you know, things are X, Y, and Z. I'm going to say, well, what about one, two, three? <laughs> you know? and You're that type of person. I'm that kind of person. Yeah, and, I, and I'm working on it. But honestly, I don't know how much I should work on it because sometimes I feel like I'm right. <laughs> and I know that's pretty, like, stubborn, but I don't know. And dating is like, when do you know when it's the right time to say, okay, we're here now. Where, where do we go next? Like, without feeling like you're chasing that person away or... You know, feeling like you even have the right to ask those questions because you don't have, like, a title, per se. Right. Well, I'm going to rewind. I'm going to rewind real quick. Now that we're talking about dating. So, since the topic is, she says you have time, when do you think is the perfect time to date? So, we're going to say, when is the perfect age? Because you do have a daughter. So, you know that conversation is going to come soon. So, when, when do you feel is a perfect age for both a girl and a guy to date? Honestly, I would say 28 for me. 28? Um, oh, my God. Poor little girl. Poor Ryan. No, no, no. Oh, that's what you mean. When I think for my daughter today. Or, yeah, just in general. So, okay. For a kid today, I think a time that they can date is like 16, 17. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can date or whatever. There will be limits. <laughs> you guys can talk on the phone. You can go on a date, but not too far from the house. <laughs> Can't be there long. That's a touchy situation now that I have a kid. Like, I knew. Because, listen, I used to slip away and have sex sometimes. Oh, my goodness, Sheena. I'm sorry, mama. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. She did, she's not telling the truth right now. We have yeah. some rosé, so it could be the truth for a lot. <laughs> okay, so 16, 17. I think that's a good age. Yeah. Um, so now that you're mature, so when do you feel it's appropriate for your yourself as a, as a person who's grown and has already probably, I don't even know how. So when do you feel it's appropriate for a person who's mature to start I see where you're dating? going. I think when you, honestly, so before I got into the situation with my partner that I currently am involved with now, um, I felt like I was healed from my past. And the reason why I never wanted to date before because I felt okay, but you never know if you're really okay until you're tested again, mm -hmm. you know? And that's when you're like, okay, how am I going to handle this in case, like, something like this occurs next time? Granted, nothing like this, nothing that I went through my past has helping, has, like, happened in this situation. Um, but, for example, if I, like, feel a certain kind of way or I feel like things slightly change, sometimes I'll remember how I felt when it happened on a more extreme level before, and it'll kind of impede on me building this relationship with, you know, with the person I'm currently dealing with. Like, they don't know that. Of course, I'm not going to say, oh, well, I went through this in my past and right now. I'm not going <laughs> to cry and say nothing like that. But just to be completely transparent, like, that happens and it happens often. Um, the only thing I say, I would never let, like, anybody or anything take me 
to like measures that I went to before as far as checking phones, I'm never checking nobody's phone again. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to feel, I'm never going to allow someone to make me feel insecure again or that there's someone out there that can, you know, match up to me because there is not. So that's why I don't like dating, but I'm, I feel like I'm getting better at it. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm working through it. So I like date, dating for different reasons. Um, I think you mentioned you love meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius. We love to flourish. We, we're just free-spirited. It's just like, hey, you know, I love dating. It doesn't matter to me what age. Um, what age, you know, I can be 60, and if I'm single, I'm a date. <laughs> I'm a date, too. By that time, child, you can do nothing for me besides rub my back or <laughs> Rub your feet or back. Yeah. But, no, um, and I think also for me, like, the time to date as a mature adult I feel like the maturity level. So yeah, I've absolutely. been seeing a lot of like memes about you have no business dating anyone if you are hurt because hurt people hurt, hurt people. Hurt people. Mm-hmm. So if you need to just step back from the dating scene, from those dating apps, just spend time to yourself, spend time alone, do it. I do not encourage people who are hurt, who feel the need to just, oh, you know, I don't want to be alone. You know, who, who mm, they just want alone. someone to fill a void. Right. That's going to, you're going to be a toxic person. That's going to create another toxic Absolutely. person. And that's what happened. I community a lot is that we just keep hurting, hurting and hurting. And now everybody's fucking damaged. And now we're out here destroying each other in the real world. Right. Right. So, I mean, once those barriers have passed, I really feel like it's okay to get out there and let yourself, it doesn't matter what age. I really yeah. feel that. Um, you know, I have some older people around me who, <laughs> always say like I'm too old to date. No, you're not. You're not. You're never too old. I think we have to change that. Too old stuff. Like what? What does old even mean? You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a state of mind. It's huh? a state of mind. Because I said I feel I'm 33 years old, but I feel a day over 20. I and I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember this this one guy. Um, he was talking. I guess he thought I was like in my early 20s. <laughs> he was like um 23. He was talking about something. He was like yeah. We had, we had a mutual friend. He was like, yeah, he's older, though. Yeah, I think he's old. He's like 31. And I looked at him. I said, well, I'm 30. He said, dang, I didn't know he was that old. I was like, first of all, <laughs> I'm not old. And I said, you're going to realize exactly what I'm saying when you touch 30. Exactly. But I can remember being at 23, 30. Yeah, and I would say that same thing. You'd be shit, like, oh, like, you're in your 30s? Oh, you're so old. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I always dated older men, too. I had an opportunity, but I think I could I like younger men. I'm sorry. But your younger guy is mature, though. He is mature. He's mature. He's mature as fuck. I would never. I mean, he's even not that. He's not that younger than you, though. Four years. That's not young. That's not that's that not much younger, not, but it's no, still younger. younger. I have to put in his place. So, like, listen, put him in a child's place. <laughs> and she come in here like knotted up one day. <laughs> I'm going to know she's going to try to put him in a child's place. <laughs> Stay in a child's place. <laughs> um, but I feel like before I started dating this time, that's probably the most hurt I've ever been. And I took almost four years to heal. Wow. You know, so in the midst of that, it's guys who wanted to kind of date. I wouldn't deal with them. That's good. Yeah, I wouldn't deal with them emotionally at least. Now, if we so happen to have intercourse and it was good and they started wanting to spend too much time. And my my guy friend, he always tell me, when I say guy friend, I'm talking about truly my homeboy, never slept with a bro, none of that. <laughs> He will always tell me that I'm just like a guy. And I was like, no, that's not it. Like, right now, I'm just not emotionally available. Because if I open myself up and he try to do some BS, like, my ex said, oh, it's going to be a problem. So, let, I'm, I'm helping the both of us right now. Trust me. <laughs> and I had to tell a guy that one time. And he was like, 
you just talking da, da, da. you're talking until it goes there you know so but yeah i don't believe in i don't want to be the reason why somebody someone else is destroyed right you know? oh so have you seen we both watched the netflix series you and the season two i don't want to give away any spoilers but if you see it because by the time this air <laughs> joe is warning this girl and she's crazy listen you don't want to date me right now she keeps pushing 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 mm-hmm. so it's just like sometimes you can say listen i don't want this um you know, let's just be cordial if you feel But now we know why, because shit, she just as crazy <laughs> as fucking Joe. But yeah, he did the right thing. Right. He knew the damage he would cause. Right. You know? And you have to do that. And that was me. I was Joe. I am Joe. But some people, <laughs> so I'll give you, I, you are Joe. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Some people, I was afraid to, so I like dating, but this. Um, this relationship that I'm in now, I was kind of afraid for it to go further. And I'll be honest. So, um, we were dating at the time. It was like a couple months, and the conversation came up. Oh, so, you know, when was your last relationship? Are you looking for a relationship? I simply said, listen, no. At the time, I think my last relationship was like maybe a year. And it's just like, no, I, I just, I was focused, and I feel like, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I moved back to this area because I wanted just to do things right and be focused. Um, I was asked that question, and it's just like, well, why? So you have to have a back, you have to have an explanation mm-hmm. behind your reason. So I'm like, well, yeah, I, I'm, I, <laughs> you know, getting all the, <laughs> the jitters out, and I yeah. was stuttering, and it's just like, you know, what? I really can't tell you a reason why. It's just, um, I don't think I'm ready. But as I dated more, and it's just like, okay, I think I'm ready. So I think some people feel like, you know. And I think it's the person you're involved with, too, that, like, because you can be scared because you're like, okay, yeah, I, I don't know scared. if I trust you with who I am. Right. Well, yeah. not even who I am. It's just like I just didn't want anything because I really think sometimes a year out of a relationship is not enough. I mean, a year is a long time. It depends. But it's just like. Everybody's I mean, different. I, I didn't hang on to my ex. It was just like I like the space that I, I love my own space. And it was just like I like the space that I am. And you know, I don't. I didn't want to be locked down. I like the idea of going out and meeting new people and meeting new guys, and yeah. But I am in a nice and happy relationship, needless to say. But I mean, I, get, people just don't skip the dating phase. Like, just don't skip it, the dating phase. So since we're talking about time, it's just like how. Okay, so let me ask you this question: How long do you feel is a perfect time to date before asking a relationship? So how long should you date somebody before you become into a relationship with them? Personally, I think six months to a year. Okay. After a year, I don't see myself wasting any more time. Right. That's that's a good amount. TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Oh, uh, yeah. After a year, I mean, even six months. Like, dating, we're still, like, in the same space. And I try to relax. And once I... So, I observe. Right? And... I'm not going to discredit or disregard, like, the type of person that I'm dating or what they're providing, et cetera. Like, but if my intentions are to, to develop a certain kind of relationship and I just don't see, like, an end goal there, mm. you know, if I don't see an end goal, I can't continue this, this journey, you know, because right. er, you're on every journey for an end goal, you know, something have to come to an end whether it's like a happy ending or a, a bad ending etc but where are we going you know are we doing x y and z to do this like what are we doing you know because i don't want to spend my entire life like with a sexual partner i can do this single right 
Right. Yeah, the end goal is definitely important. And that's why I feel the importance of dating. Like, you, dating is the perfect phase to find out. Listen, if if, it, if I'm wasting my time, if I can spend the rest of my life with this partner, or where is this, like, you know what I'm saying? Or can I spend the next t- couple months with this couple partner? Couple months. And another thing, I feel like women, we all, just because you're talking to someone <laughs> doesn't mean that a relationship's going to come out of it. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes when we spend so much time and we be like, okay, so what are we doing next? I have to think sometimes, like, it's time I'm like, I want to be in a relationship. I want to see what he can, you know, but then I have to think about it. Do I even like him like that right. in a relationship? <laughs> like, we have a good time, but do I like you on that level to want to, like, be with you? Um, don't get me wrong. Not, my current partner, definitely, you know, I want to be in a relationship. I feel like I have made that sort of clear. <laughs> but <laughs> Or in the process of, like, trying to kind of. But, yeah, I just think you should know when to relax. And when you should speak up for the things that you want without sounding overbearing. How does that look? I'm still working on it too, ladies. So we're in this together. I mean, I feel like sometimes <laughs> there's no right or wrong answer. Sometimes you just be. Like, just let things flow. Even, I mean, natural causes and the way the universe works, it's just things will happen accordingly. You natural know disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just let things flow. Um, for me, the time frame, I think... The perfect. Um, I don't really have a time frame, surprisingly, like to just make it official. Because sometimes you can just feel like somebody on a like you can you can uh, just kind of catch on to those feelings early on or late. Yeah, so I think within that time frame, like when I say like six months to a year, mm-hmm. that's just like friendships. You know, you can have a lifelong friendship with people, right? But at the end of the day, if I'm seeking to get married and you're giving me emotions where I feel that I'm, like, per se, like, falling in love with you. I don't want to be in love with you alone. Right. You know? So, I need to know what side of the, what side of this that you're bringing to me. You know? Because that's just like, let's just say this. You know, we're going to go into careers next. But you're not going to stay at a job that's not benefiting you for too long, right? Absolutely, you're not. Gonna and I've dead. seen that comparison. A lot of people can um, compare relationships to jobs, and it it, it kind of makes sense because it's just like if you're not happy with a job, if you're mm-hmm. not getting anywhere, what are you going to do? When the price goes up, the price goes up. You gonna <laughs> stick around and you gonna bounce? It's what you gonna do? Economics, people. Yes. So it's just like, what are you gonna do? Um, how are you gonna handle the situation? And how long are you gonna wait? To- when there's a fucking drought, what you gonna do? <laughs> So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Like, and like you know. Beyonce's song, Love Drought, uh-huh. you know? But her song, Love Drought. If I'm not getting the same love back after a certain amount of time, I'm just, it's a drought here, baby. <laughs> and I'm not going to, and my 2020, um, you know, 2020, we're in the early year, the first quarter. Yes. And I said I'm going to live into focusing on me because I need to be present not only for me, but for my daughter, like mentally. And that's why I kind of still going to counseling now. But in order for me to be available and even have because, you know, they say even health is well, health is wealth, you know, mentally and physically. If I can't emotionally and mentally be available for myself, I can't be there for my career. I can't be there for my daughter. I can't be open for love, you know, so and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, I don't have time for droughts. She said what she said, people. I said what I said. <laughs> and I said that with my chest. She said it with my chest. <laughs> Say it with your chest. 
Oh, yeah, dating, we can go on and on, on and on with dating. I feel like, like you said, it's just, it's the individual, you know, whatever you feel. But I just feel like sometimes you need certain foundations, and we're here to help. Yeah, and I feel like that's enough time to build a foundation. And then a, a lot of times, too, is what happens within that time that you're building that foundation. Yeah. Because you could have some cracks that you have to step back and repair. Absolutely. You know, and depending on how big that crack is. How well you got to repair it, however, but... Mm, mm, speak on it. Yeah. All right, so the next and maybe the, the last is career. Career struggles. So when should I begin my career? So I'm going to speak on this first because I am, like you said, hashtag 2020 goals. I am at a point in my career when it's just like um, I'm ready to just flourish and do what I want to do. Um, so for those who are listening, you know, I'm... And I actually received my degree in um, business, I'm sorry, in um, finance and marketing. Um, I was kind of forced to study that um, because, you know, when you're in college, you really don't know what you want to do. You just kind of go with the flow, look at your parents, like, oh, you know, in my case, I looked at my mom and said, oh, she's a finance, she made a decent amount of money, let me go ahead and do this. Right. Um, Started in banking and now in brokerage industry, and so it's always finance, finance. And... I'm coming up, this is my 12th year, and it's just like, I'm. this is not me. I don't want to do this. Um, so when I say career, like when do you start, I mean your real career. So I feel like I, not, not going to say wasted 12 years of my life, because there's definitely things I learned, especially with money. Right. But um, it's just like you get the experience, okay, and you learn like that's not what you want to do. Some people are lucky enough, especially with this digital age, that, mm-hmm. listen, I want to be a YouTube star. I want to be this um, and, and work at it early on. It pushes you to step out of the norm right. of what someone created as a narrative for us. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm i working towards um, what I want to do. And then also you have to find out what you want to do. I am a person who likes to speak, and that's why I'm doing a, a podcast. <laughs> I like to spread information. Um, and I also like science. So I've done a couple of things. I've mentioned in my early podcast that, you know, I took an online astronomy course, which is kind of like really small compared to a lot of science, scientists and, and people with their PhDs and whatnot. But it's a start. I'm, I've always been intrigued by it. So I'm working on some things to get me closer to that and just leave this finance world. So when it comes to time, I just feel like, listen, um, you just it's really no time. You definitely want to do it. Um, Pay attention to yourself. I always say that. Pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to your inner self and what do you really want. And you'll definitely find it out whether it's at 15 years old or 65 years old. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember, um, I think it was probably my sophomore year mm-hmm. in undergrad, and we had this career day. Well, it was my, I forgot the name of the class, but we had these group of individuals that came in. They were speaking to us. Excuse me. And this always stuck with me. This lady said, know when your time is up. And I remember her saying that, and she was like, you don't have to stick with the company. If you're not satisfied, if you're not fe- being fulfilled, know when your time is up to give yourself time to still move on. Yes. Cause I feel like sometimes we sit there and we hang on. Well, I do have this, 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 and that. However, you can, it's, it's places out there. You have to understand your work, first of all. Mm. Yes. And never give an entity or materialistic things so much power over you or even other people because they have a position sometimes they think they have power over you always let that be known in a professional way 
And I remember the first time where I had to use what she said, I felt I felt what I felt, but I didn't know where it came from. I felt powerful, you know, and I felt in control and I felt satisfied for walking away from a position, a job one time. And it was an undergrad. I was like, you know, I'm burning myself out. I can really make the same thing by just doing X, Y, and Z. And I can't do it anymore. So I went in there and I told, I told my manager the same day. I said, listen, I can't do this anymore. And I, I went to work like with no intentions on quitting. But that day, he said, okay, well, just write your two weeks. And I went ahead and did my, that two weeks. And my general manager called me later like, why'd you? Listen, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can no longer do it. Like this is taking too much out of me. And I can get, I can be fulfilled doing less and still making the same thing. So I had to walk away. And if you ever have to leave a job or even get fired and feel like a burden has been lifted, God bless you. <laughs> exactly. And I always joke around, especially with my friends around me, like I've never been fired from a job, so I'm kind of stuck here. No, you don't even have to leave because or feel the need to listen. I'm gonna let this job fire me, or I'm gonna no. do things. No, because honestly, that's bad karma. You don't do things to to make yourself and you know exposed to just. Anything that you can get fired from, just walk away and walk away peacefully. Walk away. So, I mean, like I said, it's no. I don't think it's no time. I don't think it's a time frame. Um, everyone has their own journey. Um, and you just ride the waves of that. Ride um, the waves of it. Relax. Yeah. Trust chill. in yourself. Like, if you can't bet on anybody. Bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Invest you, in yourself. Yes, invest in yourself. Every day, wake up and be the person that you want to be. That if you had to call anybody or bet on anybody, you can guarantee bet on your damn self. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and that that's that's my thing. But listen, <laughs> we have some good companies out there. Not taking that away from them. But you're just making someone else's families rich. Absolutely. You know, and th- although me, me and Aaliyah, we are in corporate America currently. <laughs> listen, this ain't the forever go, honey. <laughs> it ain't the forever go. <laughs> let it be and let it learn. And I'll, I'll look at it this way. You got to start somewhere. Yes. You got to start somewhere. Let this whatever job you're in now if you're unhappy let it be a step into something else and learn all you can and take advantage a lot of companies if you want to go back to school they offer tuition reimbursement take advantage of these companies take all your damn vacation time take all your vacation take time all of it plus one or two because when you die you come out that system within 48 hours <laughs> exactly Listen. and you get a little memorial on the, on the company page on the like company page for like two days maybe a week <laughs> maybe maybe a week other than that, your seat is filled. Absolutely. So, you know, learn as much as you can. And I always, always said, and this is, you know, when I started the job, I'm going to learn as much as I can because it's free knowledge. It's free knowledge. It's oh, free knowledge. Yes, absolutely. And they're paying you for it. And they're paying you for they're it. They're paying you for the knowledge. So there's always knowledge you're going to always have. So take it. I never knew anything about investment accounts, but now I know. Yeah, so when I, absolutely. you know, when I get to, at that age when I, I'm ready to start really investing, it's just like, oh, I've done that before. So I know what stocks and bonds, are, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll have some new ones, but right. I know how it works, how it and, works. and how the system how to, works. Yeah, how to make money, make money, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, people. Just then know- we can have those rich conversations <laughs> that we be having as brocades, you know, because I ain't rich, but listen. But we in there. Broken bougie. <laughs> But, um, yeah, just like I said, just learn as much as you can. Don't just be so fed up with a job because, oh, this is not where I want to be or, you know, this is not my life. I can't see myself here. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Have that have that, pa- um, that fire under your butt to be like, okay, let me just learn all I can so I can plan my exit strategy and plan it well, people. Because when you leave, a lot of times they're going to try to get you to stay and you just say, no, thanks. Right. I'm done. Right. Next. All in all... It's learning how to relax and let life take its course. Not letting outside voices pressure you to make decisions that aren't meant for you. Because when you allow other people to speak 
life into your life, they're giving you a piece of their life. You guys don't have the same experiences. You aren't the same people. And it could be it could be coming from someone that you that that genuinely loves you, but at the end of the day, you still have to make decisions for yourself. Absolutely. And you guys just keep manifesting in your life. Create your own narrative. Live the life that you deserve. Understand your worth, guys, and chill. Chill. I Let it happen. I couldn't have said it better. You know, listen to your voice. Pay attention to yourself, people. I think a lot of people listen to the noise out around them. Get in a moment. If you have to just shut yourself away or... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to have this thing, like, I used to go in my closet when I used to live in by myself. I used to go in my closet and kind of just meditate. So, even if you just have to just, even in your car. Yeah. Um, what's it called? It was, it's this movie. What is it called? Uh, Something with God. Oh. Anyway, the lady had a prayer room. Prayer room. Is that the okay. name of it? I think I've seen prayer room. Right. I always say when I get, when I get, no, it's not, I don't think so. I don't know. But I think it's called prayer. War, it's called war War room. 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 She had a prayer room. Right. But not only her, um, Lisa Nichols, she even talks about it too. But in, in war room, basically, and I said, I want this in my dream home when I have it. I'm going to create a room just for that, like a, a prayer room that I need just for myself, like meditation. Like in my apartment now, I have like, you know, something to the side when I meditate, et cetera. But when I'm able to get like just that space, that's what I want because, you don't understand how powerful it is to speak life into your own life, create your life. And I used to believe in karma. Now, I still believe in karma because essentially this is the same thing. You get all the energy you put out. Yes. So if I speak this, like, for example, last year, so many things manifested and it happened. And I didn't realize that was happening until after it happened. Like, whoa, I manifested shit. I accomplished this. Like, I got my master's. Like, I remember seeing this day. But I also remember times where I actually really gave up. Mm. You know, and, but now I'm here because I knew that this wasn't the end. So, I, I seen it. If you can see it. You can get it. You it's can a, get it. It's attainable. It's yours. Like, it's just as simple as that, guys. But, relax. We will see you guys next weekend. And continue to chill, sis. Continue to chill. And we are out, people. Good night.